Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Dallas, Texas, it's time for Dallas Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Dallas Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Buddy Ozane with Probity Advisors. Welcome, Buddy. Oh, thank you, Lee. It's good to be here. Well, before we get too far into things, tell us about Probity Advisors. How are you serving folks? Okay, so Probity Advisors, uh, we help people create and conserve wealth. Uh, we're an independent registered investment advisory firm uh, registered with the SEC um, and independent. Uh, we offer our clients financial planning, estate planning, business succession planning, uh, uh, retirement planning services, um, and we uh, follow that up with um, excellent uh, uh, asset management services uh, to fill the client's needs on a fee-only basis, by the way. Now, I think in, in today's world, especially with the turbulent times that we're dealing with right now, it, to have somebody like you on the team is a must-have. It, it's not a nice-to-have. I think that when things are going well, then everybody's kind of quote unquote system is working great. Um, but when things are kind of uh, going through a rough patch, this is where you need a steady hand of an advisor. How do you help your clients, um, you know, through this kind of, what are some of the conversations you're having with the clients now, as opposed to if I was there on my own and I'm seeing headlines and, and woe is me stories left and right, and I'm just going to have to sort through this on my own without any help. Like, I, I think that what what you're doing is critically important. You know, Lee, that, that's a great question. First of all, uh, you know, I, I've been in this business now 50 years, over 50 years, 50, uh, 52nd year. Uh, and the entire my entire career, um, I have focused on helping people plan, plan for retirement, plan their estates. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of estate settlement work. We, we help people, um, you know, take people to attorneys that, that do a great job of, of setting up trusts and so on and so forth. And so, and, you know, my dad actually started our business back in uh in the 1950s uh and and so we're serving uh in in a few cases fourth generation clients of our family uh, of <clears throat> of our business family but it's all been focused on on planning and so when times get tough we're able to take our clients back to the plan and show them where yes you know we plan for downtimes you know we 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 expect during your retirement. We expect, uh, you know, after someone's passed away and we're and we're managing money for, you know, w widows and orphans. We ex we expect these times, and we show them where we've we've gone through the process of of planning, uh, uh, and and you know, so we expected these times. This is what we're doing about it, uh, and and you know, according to the plan, you're still on track. Now, how do you help people with the mindset? Because uh, as people age, it's one thing like you're going through your working years 
and you and you have a plan and you're like, I'm going to invest. And so when there's a downturn, you're like, good, I'm buying things on sale because I know I feel good about all this and everything's you know, going to be better down the road. And you keep investing in a downturn and then it goes, you know, the market goes up and then you're investing and maybe you're not getting as many shares, but you still feel good about the system because you're betting on some better future. But what if you had to retire, you know, last year and you were going through the downturn at the time where you're no longer accumulating wealth, you're deaccumulating and spending a down your nest egg. How do you help people through that time? Because that's a mental shift. You know, it's one thing when you know that I'm always refilling that bucket, but now when I've stopped filling the bucket and I got to live it with what's in the bucket, that's a different kind of mentality. You're absolutely right. And, and I, and I will say this, that, my observation has been over 50, almost 52 years in this business that um, our happiest clients are clients that can afford to live on dividends primarily. Um, Those clients, when they retire, honestly, it just doesn't matter. Uh, As long as we have them broadly diversified, we have, you know, some in fixed income, uh, uh, but but on the equity side, focused on dividends, uh, that's that's not where the problem is. The problem is where people uh, uh, haven't been doing their financial planning long enough to um, to have a portfolio that's focused primarily on generating income from dividends and and, and interest. And so they they kind of have to create. We have to create the uh, dividends for them uh, in in the form of uh, you know capital gains, selling off some capital gains. And you're right. You know somebody if they begin this process just as they retire, uh, and and their assets are invested, you know as as well as we can uh, along. Uh, according to modern portfolio theory, which um, is is the system that we use in determining what kind of asset allocation that we provide for clients, if we're having to depend on that, then 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 the client has to go through. We have to take them through a planning process that shows them what's going to happen if if indeed they wind up retiring and the market goes through a, a downturn like we're experiencing, uh, once again, we want to make sure that that plan stands up uh, and, and it becomes a, a, a spending policy issue. Uh, we help our clients figure out um, you know, what their spending policy should be planning for a potential downturn uh, you know, once, they, once they hit retirement. It's not, it's, 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 it's more comforting than just saying, well, this happens, <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, um, it, it, it's problematical for people. But what we find is if we're doing the planning right, the, 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 the asset allocation will hold and, and our, our client's portfolio survives. 
Yeah, and I, and I think it goes back to, again, you have to have somebody on the team doing the work that you're doing to play out scenarios and what ifs and, and could you live with this kind of a budget or what would be the most you would need? What would be the least you would need? What are you willing to you know sacrifice? What are you not willing to sacrifice? You know, when it comes to lifestyle or choices or vacations or future, you know, giving grandkids stuff, like all of these questions should be asked and answered well before you're retired. Oh, absolutely. And and, and you mentioned someone has to be able to, to help people figure that out. And, and one of the things that, that uh, we're really blessed with here at Probity Advisors is um, although I'm in my 70s, we, we have five CFPs who do a great job on the planning side, and we have three wonderful analysts, two of whom are CFAs, um, who, who do the portfolio construction to meet the goals that our, that our planners set. And, you know, one of my policies has been ever since uh, we, you know, created Probity Advisors was to hire people that are smarter, smarter than I am. Uh, and so that makes life pretty easy for me right now. I mean, uh, you know, we, we, we have our own analysts that are, uh, you know, they're, that are paying attention on uh, every day to what's going on in the economy and, and doing, you know, company specific research, portfolio construction. And, and once again, to meet the goals that the, uh, our CFPs, our planners set with our clients. Um, it's, it's, it's a great marriage. And, and we, um, like I say, we've just been blessed with wonderfully smart people and wonderful clients that have a tendency to, to stick to us, stick with us. And, um, but does that answer your question? Yeah. I, and where do you fit when you have a portfolio or you're managing someone's portfolio or uh, any of your clients' portfolios? Where is, you know, obviously a portfolio is uh, investing a lot of times in other businesses and other organizations. How much of a portfolio should you invest in yourself, in your own entrepreneurial venture? Is there a place for that in, a, in your clients' portfolios? Oh, absolutely. We have a lot of entrepreneurial clients. And honestly, uh, the best thing in the world for people to do, if, if, if they uh, have a good business idea, uh, is to invest in, the, in themselves. Uh, but once that, once that business begins to make money um, and, and, and it's throwing off um, – you know, profits that, that, that are not immediately needed, that, that business needs to be looking. We do, actually, we, we manage uh, for entrepreneurs a number of, of portfolios for businesses uh, we refer to as sinking funds, but, but they're um, just uh, portfolios of investable cash that the business has. Uh, you know, we counsel people on setting up retirement plans uh, for tax efficiency and ways to, to save for their employees and themselves. Um, and so, yeah, we really encourage people to to invest in themselves if they have a good business idea. Once that business idea starts bearing fruit, 
then we encourage those entrepreneurs to begin to diversify and 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 move so much so that so that they're not um, wiped out if if their particular industry uh, gets hit by a recession or uh, or something worse. <laughs> now. Um... It sounds like your firm is kind of holistic in the sense that you're trying to watch your clients back from a variety of places, whether it's from wealth management. It sounds like there's some insurance in there as well um, and a variety of ways to really um, be that trusted advisor that a person needs if they really want to have that kind of good retirement they dream about. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Uh, my father started our business or the incubation of our business back in the 1950s when he went into the life insurance business, and he opened a uh, an agency for the Guardian Life Insurance Company in Dallas in 1960. Um, <clears throat> I went to work for him January the second of 1971. Guardian created the the very first insurance, to my knowledge, the insurance company-owned mutual fund, which I think is still there. Uh, and, and when I went to work for my dad, the first thing that he had me doing was killing people on paper, um, filling out the estate tax return for small business owners as if the owner died, as if the, the spouse died. Um, <clears throat> and it, it, back then, the estate tax rate was um, 70%. The, the, the top estate tax bracket back then was 70%. There was no uh, unlimited marital deduction back then. So in a community property state like Texas, if the business owner's spouse died or if the business owner died, <clears throat> half the value of the business was exposed to estate tax with a $30,000 exemption um, and like I say, up to a 70% tax, well, we, we, we would run these numbers or I would run these numbers and we would have the business owner, uh, uh, you know, show, show them what, what the cost was going to be of, of the business owner dying, the spouse dying. Um, and then we would try to help figure out, okay, so how do you reduce the cost? How, how do you, and one of the ways of doing that, of course, is to get life insurance out of the estate and available for the family to use either to pay estate tax or to live on. <clears throat> uh, uh, and, and, you know, that evolved into, um, you know, financial planning, uh, which evolved into providing financial solutions uh, for retirement planning and, and, and other, other areas of, of financial planning. And, um, and that evolved into a fee only basis of serving clients. We still hold, we still actually own the insurance agency, but that's not really a part of probity advisors. Uh, and so, you know, we, we, we make available to our clients the ability uh, to acquire uh, life insurance to solve that part of the financial plan and estate plan. Um, uh, and we fully disclose what the costs of doing that are 
and what and what individuals that are in that agency get paid. But uh, but probity advisors is a fee only institution and totally separate from that agency. Now, do you think that the role of financial advisor, uh, obviously some of the job requirements have changed over the years and what they may do in a day-to-day basis, but at the heart of what they're doing is helping people navigate a successful retirement and and um, have more, I guess, predictable income as they age. As, has that part changed? Is it still a relationship business where you really have to care about people? It can't it seems like a lot of folks are moving to this robo advisor world where they think they can just put in, you know, pay a fee every month that just comes out of your account. You don't have to talk to a human and it all just happens like magic. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, you know, and some people are going to do just fine with robo advisor, but, but, but they're going to have to, if they want financial planning, they're going to have to do that themselves too. If they want estate planning, they're going to have to either do that themselves or go find, uh, you know, somebody that'll do the estate plan for them, an attorney, CPA, a, a CFP. Um, we we find that our clients are very comforted with the holistic approach that we take. We we provide the planning, and then we find the solutions for them. Um, and, and of course, you know, we provide some of those solutions, um, but you know, not every client is going to, you know, you're absolutely right in, in, in our business model, care for the client, integrity, uh, really, really good people providing service. Uh, is really the key to the, to to success. Well, I think that as you mentioned earlier, you have clients that span multiple generations, which I think is pretty unusual in your in your industry. That uh, most uh, financial advisors, their kids don't don't pick up the same financial advisor. They are they kind of go their own way. So if you've been able to crack the code to have multiple generations uh, still under your umbrella. You must be doing something right. Yeah, that's exactly right. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, honestly, then this <laughs> a, a big key to my success is honestly has been prayer. You know, I've, I've, I've prayed for guidance. Uh, I, I I pray every day for the ability to help somebody. And and a long time ago, when I first went to work for my dad, that that estate planning focus that 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 we began with and, and I, we still continue with is actually the, it, that's the key to the code. The, um, the fact is that if we do the estate planning, we get a, a really good estate planning attorney involved to draft the documents. When mom or dad passes away, the, the family seeks out our help uh, in doing the estate settlement work. And during that process, we get to, sh- to we get to kind of sh- shine in front of the family. Okay, well, so we do, this is the next step, this is the next step, we get a tax ID number for the trust, whatever it is that we, you know, that we're doing. We, we allocate assets between trusts, we, we help hold their hands through that, that making that decision process. 
Um, we we then do financial planning for the beneficiaries to figure out how much income they need. And what happens is when someone dies, instead of the kids taking assets to their relationships, more frequently we wind up with additional assets because they see the competency of the work that we've done for their parents. Well, I think it's super wise to invest in the next generation. Like why try to find brand new clients when you have a pile of them just sitting there <laughs> with your existing That's clients? Exactly right. That's exactly right. In the estate planning and estate settlement process is is key to to um, to hanging on to those clients. But most, uh, at least in my work, I've seen a lot of financial advisors don't want to invest in the children because they don't have the assets yet. And they're, you know, yeah. but if you wait till the last second, you know, they've already, they can might already make a decision. So at least sh- show them some value prior so that they think yeah. of you when the moment comes. That's exactly right. It is a matter of fact, you know, with, to, to that end, we're not snobs. You know, a lot of our competitors will say, you know, uh, we don't want to deal with you unless you have a million dollar portfolio or a half million dollar portfolio. There's TV advertisements. uh, I won't mention the name. Uh, You know, if you have a half million dollars or more, come to us. Uh, We're not snobs like that. We we have actually created, um, uh, you know, a small account service for kids and grandkids, uh, you know, where, uh, you know, grandparents, parents, you know, they want to set up a, a 529 account for the, you know, for their kids or grandkids. We're going to help them do that. Um, and, um, and so, you know, the, we do invest um, in, you know, generations to come, but we also uh, in the estate planning process, uh, we get our clients to bring their families in before anyone dies to to help the family, the the the, the kids understand what their uh, responsibilities are in the estate plan. What, you know what uh, the way their parents have have set up their estate. Uh, you know what their ultimate. Uh, goal is for their family and 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 what the kids responsibilities are with regards to you know what do you, what do we do if if dad passes away and and mom you know needs mental care assistance for example uh, you know and we have those frank discussions with the family we get to know the family we get to know the kids and if the kids have needs we're going to figure out a way to, to to fill those needs too yeah and what better way to teach them the the proper way to save and the, to get, you know, the power of compounding working in their uh, favor early, earlier, the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, what do you need more of now? How can we help? Do you need more advisors? You need more clients? Uh, what do you, what do you need? Well, of course, you know, we need, uh, you know, good uh, experienced advisors actually, <laughs> uh, we have, um, like I mentioned, three uh, analysts. Uh, we have a, a uh, an SMU football player is uh, interning with us this summer. Uh, uh, 
but our newest, our, our most recent employee hire uh, uh, has been with us eight years. Uh, he's uh, uh, a young CFP. Um, we have five CFPs, and, and they're all, of course, younger than I am. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we have great tenure. The, the youngest, like I say, employee has been with us eight years, and it goes all the way to uh, our, two of our CFAs have been with us 20 years. You know, we would love to find an advisor that likes the kind of of client-centric, fee-only, client-loving, planning-focused uh, service. Uh, it, you know, if that appeals to people, the idea of, of being independent of 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 the big company. Uh, you know, we're looking for those advisors, and of course, you know, we we would love to add clients. We uh, we uh, uh, you know work solely by referral. Uh, you know, we don't none of our people do cold calls and such. So we're sure we're we're still looking to to grow. So, if somebody wants to learn more about Probity Advisors, what's the website? www.probityadvisors.com well, buddy, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Lee, thank you for having me. This is uh, this has been a fun experience. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Dallas Business Radio. Mm-hmm.